Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of We Are Milton, a podcast brought to you by the City of Milton. The goal of the podcast is to provide information about all things related to Milton, Wisconsin. I'm Inga Cushman, Administrative Services Director for the City of Milton, and with me today is Ashley Kunkel. She's the Library Director for the Milton Public Library, and Verlene Orr. She is the Chair for the Milton Youth Coalition and works at the School District. So welcome both of you to the We Are Milton podcast. So the topic for today we're going to be focusing on is the Milton Youth Coalition and also the recruitment that, the, that we're going through right now for a project coordinator position. Um, let's start with um, Ashley, if you want to talk a little bit about what the Milton Youth Coalition is and, and what we're looking to do here. Sure. So the Milton Youth Coalition originally formed in 2012 to address youth substance use in the, um, the Milton School District. The Mountain Youth Coalition members identify bullying as an underlying casual factor on substance use and um, focus much in their effort on bully prevention. So if you see a lot of those orange signs that are posted around the schools, that is from the Mountain Youth Coalitions um, from back in 2012. According to some um, surveys that the school district takes on an annual basis, the effort was successful in preventing bullying. Um, By 2016, the bullying rates dropped to below the 2009 levels and the youth misuse rates rates stabilized. So that was very exciting, some great work done by the Youth Coalition in 2012. But unfortunately, in 2015, the coalition suffered a loss in leadership and became inactive. But in 2019, led by Verlene, the coalition reconvened because the community was once again seeing um, an increase increase in the rates of youth substance use. Um, The group recommitted to its prior mission of making a positive difference in the lives of Melton youth, but added the mission to increase the number of youth who avoid using illegal substances, um, improving the mental health and wellness of Melton youth, and, and, and promoting the appropriate and safe use of social media to reduce cyberbullying and the sending and receiving of sexually explicit photos. So those are the three kind of missions of the Mountain Youth Coalition right now. Um, Like I said, we reconvened in 2019 and we are represented. um, There's 12 different sectors of the community that are on the Mountain Youth Coalition. We have people from the business sector, from the parent sectors, from media and school and youth serving organizations, from law enforcement, um, from religious organizations, from volunteer groups, from healthcare professionals, um, state, local um, agencies, and other organizations. So we are well, kind of a well-rounded organization that has many um, people kind of working together for the youth. Um, Verlene, I don't know if you want to add any more to that. You're part of um, starting this up again. I think that's a great overview and we do have representation from those sectors, but we are always looking for additional um, individuals to um, help bolster the the work that we're doing. Yeah, um, I'm part of the Mountain Youth Coalition. I kind of represent the youth serving organization as being the teen librarian here at the library. Um, Berlin obviously is part of the school district, so she represents the schools. Um, but it's been a great group to work with for the last couple of years. Obviously, COVID kind of put us, put a stop in some things, but we still kept going um, during COVID. And it was kind of during that time, we decided to apply for a CDC drug-free communities grant. Um, so I don't know, Ferlene, you want to talk a little bit about that grant and kind of what it means for us. We did receive it and what it means for Melton and the Youth Coalition. 
Sure. Uh, this uh, grant is um, for $125,000 a year for five years. And um, Milton is one of the um, last communities. Um, there's still a couple of communities yet that haven't applied for it, but one of the last communities in Rock County to apply and receive this grant. So um, to receive it, you have to have an active coalition with um, the sectors rep uh, represented that Ashley mentioned. Um, so in, in starting the uh, restarting the coalition since 2019, we've really been kind of putting ourselves um, in, in place and, and planning to submit this application. Um, and so it was very exciting when the city agreed to uh, be the fiscal agent and, and we wrote the application and, and got it. So, um, you know, it really, we were doing the work before, but this allows us to have a full-time paid um, position that really can, can do more than, than our coalition has, has ever done. Um, so overall, we had to use and have been using the kind of the strategic prevention framework that um, the National SAMHSA puts out where you um, assess using your community data. And so we've looked at our youth risk behavior survey data, the trends um, in that. We've looked at our juvenile arrests. We've looked at, at our um, school discipline reports. And from there, you, you know, look at your capacity to address things and then you plan and, and then implement and evaluate and all the while also thinking about sustainability and cultural competence. So that's the strategic prevention framework that really guided what we do. Um, the work plan that we have for the grant um, you, utilizes um, and actually is required to utilize the, um, there's a national organization called CATCA, uses the seven strategies, which one is to provide information um, second, to provide support, um, building skills, uh, enhancing um, access to resources or reducing barriers, um, sometimes whether it's a language barrier or, um, you know, we've done some communities have moved a lot more like um, webcast podcasts because, um, you know, our busy schedules are a barrier sometimes to getting the information. So that would be an example of that. Also, like changing consequences or um, changing the physical design of things. Like we took a look at um, uh, the 4th of July festival here in Janesville, and we're very pleased with how the barriers were clear um, for those going into the, the beer tent that you, they, they checked the age, um, they had it fenced off, they gave a wristband to those that went in because we want to limit the access of substances to youth. And that, that was the 4th of July festival in Milton, right? Not Janesville. Yes, correct. In Milton. Yeah. Yes. Yep. That's one example of um, looking at the physical design and how that can impact um, our rates of, of youth use. That's a mouthful, youth use. But, um, and then uh, modifying and changing policies is one of the other strategies. Just looking at, do we have the best policies, policies for uh, prevention? Um, so our, our work plan with the grant, we have a work plan for the first year, has components of each of those seven strategies um, and using uh, research-based um, interventions um, for those. For example, um, small talks is a, a national um, um, program that involves and encourages parents to use those um, teachable moments that parents talking to youth about their substance use is not one time sit down, give a long speech. It's about those little moments here and there. It starts at a younger age. 
Um, also, have a, uh, we'll be doing a campaign of Not at My House, encouraging um, adults in our community to uh, not serve alcohol to youth, that there would be a, their houses would be substance-free for youth. Um, and so there's a work plan for each of those um, seven strategies that our coalition would, would implement. Great. You mentioned an organization called CADCA. What, what does that stand for? Uh, CADCA stands for the Community Anti-Drug Coalitions of America. And that's the framework that you're working with to, to implement prevention efforts. Yes. So this um, one component that's required as part of this grant is to attend their three-week training where they really help guide the community and the coalition um, through those seven strategies and, and guide, um, you know, re-looking at your data always. And what does that mean for what you should do and what you should implement? And so um, we'll be attending their, their training um, that will help guide our work. So as long as we're talking about the training, let's move into discussion on the recruitment for a project coordinator for this grant. Um, the project coordinator, and we, we can talk a little bit about it more, but they would be required essentially to attend three weeks of those of that training and get um, much more acquainted with, with the program and how things work with the grant. So it'll be a great learning opportunity for this position. And then there'll yeah. be one or more other people from the coalition that will also be attending the training. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. So it'll be two people attending um, the, the different three weeks, and then they'll bring what they learn from the training back to the coalition and kind of work with the coalition to continue on with the work of what the, the coalition wants to do. And it's a virtual training, correct? Yep, correct. It's virtual this year. So there's one in May, June, and uh, March, June, and September is when the weeks are. Great. And it's a training. I, I've not been through the full three weeks, but in other um, communities, um, and, and actually the Alliance for Wisconsin Youth that we're part of has given us many trainings on that. It's not where you just go and get information and then may or may not use it. They really help you work through what the data of your community is to, you know, again, develop a plan that's very um, specific to Milton's needs. So let's talk a little bit about um, some of the other duties and tasks that the project coordinator of community substance use prevention, that's the full title for the position. Let's talk a little bit more about what's in the job description and some of the duties and tasks that they'll be assigned to do. So I think one of the major duties of this position is to kind of maintain the grants or be responsible for documenting all the activities and the spending that the coalition does that applies to the grant. So we are obviously looking for somebody who's very detailed and organized and kind of works good with timelines and um, just we have to document everything that we do um, with the activities, the spending, any matching that might be done. Um, so that is kind of a very important part because there's progress reports that need to be written to for the grants. There's annual reports that need to be written. So being able to keep track of everything, everything that we do is very important. Yeah, and so when I think about um, uh, the project coordinator, um, they are the one um, that is kind of overseeing the details of our work plan and making sure we're moving along. Ashley is our project director, um, kind of added to her library responsibilities. And so she, you know, also will be important part of that work, but the project coordinator really is full-time focused on our Milton work plan. Um, so kind of two big 
um, areas of, of skills um, that I think of is we need someone who is passionate about this work, um, is good at engaging people because there will be lots of conversations around this. Um, some who will be totally on board with, with what our mission is and some who will be, you know, maybe a little bit skeptical of, of what, the, um, what the specific tasks or activities or mission is. And so the ability to engage people, to listen to people, the ability to move the work forward, and then the other um, set of skills that Ashley talked about. Um, any grant has its record keeping, but federal grants have a lot of record keeping. And um, if we don't have that piece totally intact, um, yeah, then we're at risk, as Ashley said, of not maintaining the grant. So, um, you know, the perfect person will be have strength in, in both of those areas. And when Verlin said, like, connecting with people, it's youth and parents. Um, this is obviously, like, youth-centered, substance use um, initiatives and everything, um, like working with the youth, but also working with parents as well. And also working with the other members of the youth coalition. So kind of we, one of our goals of the coalition is to add more members. So it's kind of recruiting the capacity build, building aspect of that as well. And kind of working with our, our already established coalition and going, accomplishing our goals and everything. So definitely being a team player, but also being able to work by yourself and kind of do all that needs to be done. I would add to that, Ashley, not only working with the, the parents and the coalition members, but really all of the adults in our community. Because this is, you know, it's the responsibility of, of our entire community, really, to continue to address these, these issues. And so, for example, um, you know, it might be working with um, the senior citizens that go to the gathering place to talk about having their meds in a secure place. And that's one of the activities our coalition has done is give out um, lock boxes for meds um, so that they're not accessible to youth. Um, it might be talking with our youth leaders of um, our, our sports programs or uh, 4-H leaders, um, how to recognize um, issues in youth and, and encourage youth to remain substance-free. So um, able to engage all aspects of our community to look at what part and role they can play. We, I think everybody on our coalition feels that Milton is a great place to live, a great place to raise kids, and yet we can do better. We can make it better. We can um, improve our outcomes for youth, and that's the ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. And we want somebody who's able to kind of communicate our, the coalition's mission to the community and to everyone involved. Um, so kind of being willing to speak up at city council meetings and um, talking to other communities as well and to school administration. Um, so kind of being able to communicate and you, verbally and um, by writing as well. So, um, you know, this sounds probably like a lot. If someone was interested, they could look at the uh, SAMHSA, the Substance Abuse Mental Health Services uh, Agency. It's a federal agency on the strategic prevention framework and also the CATCA website, uh, Google CADCA, it'll give you information on the seven strategies. Um, but we also have the um, wonderful, uh, what do I wanna say, um, opportunity to have mentors from our surrounding communities. Um, Milton, rep a representative from the Milton Youth Coalition meets monthly with 
um, it's called the Rock County Prevention Network, and it's representatives from the coalitions that exist in the other communities. Right now, the ones that are real active are Janesville, Beloit, um, Evansville, and then um, Beloit does some work with the Orfordville um, Parkview School District. So um, all of those communities have uh, been recipients of this grant before and are um, great mentors and um, willing to help guide our work in any way that that they can. So it it wouldn't be working alone or um, somebody doesn't need to feel like they have to flounder to learn all of this because there's um, you know a whole support team ready to to help guide the work. I think this sounds like a great position to really make an impact in the community in an important area for all of our community members. Um, but also just an opportunity for someone to be creative and explore other ways of, um, of attacking prevention, I guess, in, in the community. Um, someone who's maybe interested in learning more and doing a little bit more in this, this area, I think would really excel. And with that detail oriented piece and someone who's able to connect with the community, I think those are the, the key pieces for this position and the type of person we're looking for. I did want to bring up too, that this position, um, we want to be able to have a sustainable plan beyond the five years, potentially 10 years of the grant. So kind of putting Melton forward in the best way possible in this, in substance use um, initiatives and everything. So that's a very important part of this too. So we can continue on beyond the grant. This is a grant funded position. So we initially received funding for five years. It's $125,000 a year for five years but we have the opportunity to continue on for five more years um, beyond that. For a total of 10? 10. 10 years, yep. Okay, so then after that 10-year period, that's when you're, or even during that 10-year period, you're going to be looking for um, sustainability options to continue yep. the program after the 10 years. Is there anything else you think the community should know about the Milton Youth Coalition or the project coordinator of community substance use prevention position that we're currently recruiting for? I think we've covered the main points. Um, I think we're, you know, looking for somebody to really be a, have a presence in the Milton community and um, work alongside, um, you know, people very excited about the opportunity and um, making a difference. Well, thank you both for joining me today for this episode of We Are Milton. Um, and thanks to everybody for listening to this episode. If you have any questions um, or suggestions for future topics, please get in contact with me at City Hall. My contact information is available in the, the description area for this episode. Our podcast is available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Facebook. And we post a video version on our YouTube channel as well. So until next time. We are Milton. We are Milton.